I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Monday. Um, hope you all had a good weekend. Um, I do. I'm just going to take a minute here and pop into my photos and find myself playing. You got any questions? Uh, let me know. Load them up. Let's get right to them. I'm um, a couple minutes late because I was in the group actually reading some comments. So I do want to talk about um, the four stages of finally and forever that um, Valerie was asking about today. How do you know when you're done and ready to move on to the next stage and phase of your maintenance journey? Such a good question. Another one was, um, at what point is it real weight gain? So if you find yourself indulging, at what point when that scale is creeping up, is it real weight gain? So a couple of the things I'm going to talk about today. But if you do have any of your own questions, please add them down below. Um, so I want to talk about, oh, such a good question, um, Valerie. It was very complex and very long question. Um, so say you reach your goal weight, okay? It really comes down to natural fluctuations on the scale for the rest of your life once you're in maintenance. So um, I'm going to obviously talk a lot about myself. I've been maintaining my weight for over 30 years. Um, my weight has gone up and down and been all around. Um, at no point though have I needed to go and try to lose weight. It's just being aware of how my choices are leading to how it's making me feel. So for example, and I don't know if you listened to um, the last weigh-in Wednesday, I shared that over the last few months of the um, fall uh, weight loss program, if you go back and you're in that group, you'll be able to actually see me putting on weight. My weight started to go up and up and up and up. And I know weight loss and I know what to do. And um, at the end of the day, I, I thought it was my stress levels because I was eating like I always ate. If anything, I was eating even better. I was adding in exercise, but my stress levels were ridiculously through the roof. Like I, I felt it. I was, I was feeling it in my heart. I was just, I was feeling the stress. So it really didn't have anything to do whatsoever with my, what I was eating or not eating. Um, and then you could take my age. So I'm turning 50 in May. And of course, you know, I start to tell people how my weight is going up and they're immediately like, Oh, it's, it's, you know, it's menopause and your hormones. And that's what just what happens. And yeah, I know that, but I also know, like I've helped millions of women, you know, it's pre pre and post menopausal help lose, help them to lose weight. Like I, I know what I need to do there. Um, and then, um, it just kept going up and up. I actually ended up, um, my weight ended up going up 18 pounds at one point. Um, and then I went away, uh, in January at the beginning of, of, of the month, um, and just kind of went on a, a total stress-free, not on my phone, like did everything I can to really make a hardcore push to, um, really address my stress levels. I also went to my doctor 
and talk to talk to her and who knows the program has done the program and she's like you know what let's get some blood work done let's test this let's test that um, and it ended up that I had something that I needed to take antibiotics for and so now my weight is on the way down um, I got on antibiotics I have made a massive you know I set a lot of boundaries in terms of my mental health I've been working really hard on that just kind of being in a better frame of mind um, and my weight I dropped nine pounds uh, in the first week of the program nine pounds my weight has dropped down um, from just a holistic concentrated effort and antibiotics treating what I had going on um, and so now I'm obviously I'm doing the living method um, personally because I want to be as healthy as possible because I'm getting married uh, in April and so I want to not just look my best but I really want to feel my best and you know with my stress levels and such I want to make sure I'm literally doing all the things to be as healthy as possible also last um, last year on my birthday I was in the hospital for like a week if you did that program um, I had a health issue that I was dealing with so I haven't been the healthiest person um, just you know whatever it is I've been you know it's just been a year of dealing with some health issues so for that reason so my weight is on it on its way down do I think that I'm never gonna get back down to 119 so my weight usually is 119 I fluctuate around 124, 125, usually is where I sit. And then it can go up as high as like 130, 131, 132. That has been my range for years, years, years. Um, there was a time when Tony and I got engaged and I was like just celebrating, life was wonderful, eating the things, drinking the things, happy. Um, my weight started to creep up and to the point where I was like, okay, honey, <laughs> you know, like you need to rein it in, like, you know, there's been times in my, and then my weight just drops right down. I don't ever stress about it. There's times where I get into having chips and things and stuff in the summertime. In the summertime, I will eat the chips and drink the beer and just enjoy the summer and everything that comes with it. Plus, with the heat, my weight will be up and I'll, I'll sit around that 130 range. So all of this is all normal for me. And I don't ever stress out or think, oh my God, I got to lose weight. It's more like I have to do the things that I know my body needs to feel my best so I look my best. And so fluctuations on the scale are always going to be normal. So when you go and lose your weight, you're doing it by doing the things that are going to get you to see your lowest low. That is not the way you want to live your life. And so you should expect not to see that number. You should expect that once you're, you know, more relaxed and having some bread here and there, because carbs just cause your body to retain water more. They don't actually cause you to gain weight or anything. Um, you're not constantly trying to see your lowest low so and you're not worried about salty food or necessarily drinking all your water or doing all those things you're literally just waking up um, and going about your day making food choices being in tune to your needs if you're thirsty drink water if you're hungry eat something in the moment ask yourself what are you hungry for open your fridge do I want protein do I want carbs do I want fruit do I want vegetables what do I want like you know the foods you can't eat chips every night and feel great because that's gonna mess with your sleep it's gonna have you waking up feeling salty is it, is it gonna necessarily cause you to gain real weight no but it's gonna make you not feel great if you constantly eat, you know 
processed meats and burgers and fries and like all this kind of deep fried foods, you're not going to feel great from that. Even if you're doing back on track, do you know what I mean? So you know what foods make you feel good and you know what foods don't make you feel good. So if you choose foods that, you know, cause you to indulge, then you just went back on track. It's not even a matter of following the food plan. It's just knowing what your body needs to maintain, not just your weight, but feeling really good. So when you're losing your weight, you're focused on seeing your lowest low and then you should always expect to sit about five pounds above that that's just normal that and then and within that your body's also not a machine so it's gonna it's gonna like your new set point for example and, and Valerie asked should I reset my set point well your set point isn't just one number your set point is within your range like my set point is probably from 119 to 130 and that's where I stay within that range I fluctuate I just constantly fluctuate this is why I have skinny jeans and you know my big mama jeans right and different times of the month I'm wearing different jeans that is normal that should be expected this this staying at one weight is just it's not it's not normal. And then also you're going to have different periods of time in your life where you're super stressed. So for example, I know, and I'm summarizing Valerie and what she, what she said. So if you should go in and, and, and on the post, the live, she posted her, her comment is that, so you can lose your weight. Say you did, um, I don't know, the January group last year and you lost your weight. And then you did the, um, the spring group in order to solidify your weight. And then you've been working on testing the waters, personalizing the plan, whatever, throughout the summer, throughout the fall, whatever. You're maintaining your weight just fine. Maybe five pounds above, five, eight pounds above your lowest low. And then next thing you know, the, the Christmas holidays hit. And then your weight starts to go on. And then you're like, well, why? Or I'm having a hard time getting it back down after the holidays. It probably had less to do with the food, honestly, and more about the stress of the time of the year and how busy you are and all the emotions. And do you know what I mean? So it's, that's what I mean. It's a more stressful season. The days are also um, darker and shorter. So you might not be getting your vitamin D. So in combination with like low vitamin D levels, you know, and you add some stress to that. Do you know what I mean? Next thing you know, your weight is creeping up. So so it's kind of just bringing awareness, assessing your situation. What does my body need? So if it's if you get stuck on it, so if you get stuck on a number on a scale and like you're, you're sitting five pounds above your lowest low and you're not happy there and you do, you have visible fat and you feel like you can lose more weight, then definitely go for losing more weight if that's what you feel that you need to do. And then whatever that new weight goal will be when you're done losing, expect to sit about five pounds above that. So if your goal was, you know, 145, and you reach that during the group but you're sitting at 150 range um, while maintenance and you still feel like you have more weight to lose then make a push concentrated effort to lose that weight and bring your weight down to maybe 135 if you want to sit at 140 or 140 if you want to sit at 145 right so so if you'll know when you have fat to lose because you'll be able to feel it um, you know there is a difference between bloated and being salted up and just kind of you have your eating off and actually fat you know like I I can can I gain like can I when I my weight was really up there at 118 could I grab like actual weight yeah I could actually Actually grab it I could feel the rolls I was like okay like something is really off that's what caused me to go to the doctor this isn't just stress and bloating and whatever something actually is happening with me and so I could feel it I would know so there's a difference between like you know you just feeling a little bloated and you're 
pants being a little tight and you know full well that your body is changing you're adding that weight back on again so so that that the four stages of maintenance this kind of rolls into and I know I'm a bit all over the place but there's losing your weight and then there's solidifying your weight it's you got to put at least I would say three months into you know solidifying now you might have taken you six months in order to lose your weight so when you did when you the first time around you lost that weight right and when you when you continued it for the second round of three months you would have solidified the weight you lost the first time so that weight's being solidified then you lose more weight and then you want to put another three months into solidifying that weight whether it's personalizing the plan and really minimizing indulgences so your body has time to solidify your weight or it's repeating the program again to solidify your weight. The, the testing the water stage, I mean, that can be, it depends on how confident you are. Like once you've solidified the weight and you've allowed your body to adjust to your new set point, you've kind of done that. Again, your body's not looking to store fat. We have to really remember that. Your body is not interested in storing fat. It's more than happy to, to not carry excess fat. So it's not looking to store it. So once you've solidified the weight, you've solidified the weight. You're going to have to really do a number on yourself to gain that weight back. Situational change, you know, that's two reasons why people People gain weight back and not putting time into solidifying your weight and situational change. Situational change would be like my situation. I've got an infection. Now I need to take antibiotics and do whatever. That's a real situation. Um, holidays, very, very stressful. Moving your house, changing your jobs, changing your routine, situational change. You got to adapt to that. So this testing the waters, this could be two weeks for someone. It could be two years for someone else just in terms of mentally being ready to move on, right? So this is really about, okay, you know what? I'm ready to just start to move into a place where I know what my body needs. I can trust it. I'm calm around food, uh, calm around food. I know how my body reacts to certain food choices. You know, I'm getting used to my weight fluctuating. I'm not stressing about what's happening on the scale. Um, I've, I've sort of like I've indulged and I've experienced, you know, getting back on track afterwards and what my body needs. I'm in a much better place mentally where I'm not fearful. I'm not stressing. I'm not ragging on myself when it comes to what I'm eating and when. Sure, you might be aware of like, oh my God, I feel so gross after indulging last night, but it's not like, oh, I'm a horrible person. I'm never going to lose weight or I'm going to be fat forever. It's like, okay, let me just ah, clean it up a little bit today. Drink a little extra water, adding leafy greens. So you'll know when, and that's the one thing I can say about people who've moved on to that finally and forever. They just know when they're ready to move on. And that can be a gradual thing. It's not just overnight. So, so I don't like, I, I have an issue of going all day long without eating and that will probably always be my issue um, because when I get focused on something like I could sit here and do work all day or do be on my phone and whatever and next thing I know like Saturday for example. Saturday, I had a plan. I went live in the morning. I had a plan to go see my kids. I got two kids living downtown. Um, I wanted to stop and grab one, take her out for lunch, take her out shopping, meet the other one, drop off some skates. Then I had to go meet Sonia for, for something and go to the dress shopping for my wedding. And then we were going to go out afterwards. And we had all this stuff I needed, needed to do. And so I just, in all the things I needed to do, didn't end up eating till four o'clock. I didn't end up going out with my one daughter. And then by the time I got downtown, I was in traffic. I didn't eat till four fucking o'clock in the afternoon. I sat down at Sonia's. She's like, you hungry? And I was just like, you oh, when did I, what? Did I even, you, whoa, did I, do you know what I mean? So I'm the kind of person who does that. So in knowing that I do that, I have to like make an extra effort to check in on myself and make sure that I am eating, um, you know, and be like, okay, do I need to eat? Do I not eat? Did I eat breakfast today? Like I, I really, I really, that's just me. And because your body has this thing when you're really focused on stuff, it won't interrupt you and let you know it's trying to help you stay focused on what you're focused on. The problem is we're focused on everything all day long. Um, 
So I know I do that. So I make an extra effort in knowing that I'm like that. And I don't want to do that because I start going long periods of time. Then I'm start, you know what I mean? Um, so then I make an effort to be like, okay, am I hungry today? Like Tony will say, do you want some, do you want something for breakfast? Do you want, if I'm going to Starbucks, do you want egg bites? Do you want this? And I'll be like, nah, I'll just think about it for a second. Like, no, I'm good. Or you're like, yes, I need this. Um, and then I'll check in on myself and be like, oh, am I hungry? Do, do am I hungry? I'll open my fridge. Do I want some fruit? Do I want some protein? Do I want some bread? Like, what do I, what am I hungry for? So I'll do that, right? Check in on myself. And then that's how I kind of eat. I don't go to a restaurant and plan what I'm going to eat. I don't look at the menu unless I'm really excited because they got so many amazing things and I want all of it. So I got to kind of know when I get there, but usually I'll get there and I'll just think about what I want to get. What do I feel like, right? There's no stressing. I've never accidentally indulged. I always purposely indulge. This is so yummy. I'm eating all of it. I know exactly the point when I go from being satisfied to indulging. So it's always very a conscious choice. It's not terrorizing me and it's not consuming or anything like that. It's just like, I know full well, like I never accidentally overeat. I never accidentally find myself eating a bag of chips. I just, I'm eating these. I, I also will know when I've had enough. Like if I'm in bed, I'm eating chips, I'll hand the bag over to Tony. I'm like, can you put those on the dresser for me? You know, cause I'm done. I've had enough. You know what I mean? So, so it never stops um, being something that you're constantly thinking about, but you're thinking about it in a different way and you're working more in tune and in line with yourself, not stressing and trying to control and manipulate and all of that it's just more instinctual and being in tune I'm waking up am I hungry am I not hungry yeah I'll eat something oh shit do I need to eat something yeah let me look what, what I am hungry what what do I want do I want protein what what do I feel like do you know what I mean um it's that's it it's it's not it's not anything that's um contrived or it's just routine it's just it's just really truly what intuitive eating is all about which is just having a strong mind-body connection and working with yourself and trusting yourself and trusting your body and knowing what you need and understanding how your choices affect you right so it's just that <laughs> just all of that just all of that you know so there's a lot to think of um you know so this is why this is why you know finally and forever and losing your weight in a way that you can maintain is just so much one is it, it does have a lot to do with how you lose it and lowering that set point and giving your body time but more so it's it's a lot of mental work and, and I know Valerie mentioned like a, a couple of people mentioned physically you're done but you feel like mentally it's taking a lot longer so let's talk about that because it should take you longer because you're talking years and years and years and years of your body functioning one way physically and mentally and now rewiring and reworking that which is so fascinating because the body falls in line so quick but mentally there's still so much for you to work through some of you have been dealing with beliefs since when you were kids like that that need to eat everything on your plate when your parents literally would tell you like you're gonna sit at that table till you eat everything on your plate you know getting getting comfortable with discomfort you know and overeating because your parents told you you need to eat everything on your plate 
um, eating food that doesn't make you feel good. You know, eat your broccoli. It's good for you. When in reality, it's giving you a tummy ache. I ate some cauliflower the other day. My stomach was so upset and I'm fucking 50 years old. Um, you know, um, not, not being in tune, you know, oh, I'm hungry. I need a snack. Well, dinner's in three hours. You can wait. Like that's some deep stuff. Some of you have like food scarcity issues and then you add dieting. So if you think about how the things that our parents said to us when we're younger and I'm not blaming parents, you only know what you know, um, said to us when our, we're younger for that very short period of time of our lives and think about what dieting does to us. You know, think about all the diets that you've done, that literally starving yourself purposely, de trying to start coming up with a plan to starve yourself, depriving yourself, neglecting yourself, completely disconnecting from yourself, not paying attention or listening at all. In fact, purposely trying to ignore when you're hungry. Do you know what I mean? Like just completely disconnecting from ourselves. And you know, the, the, the diet dialogue, the right back to Weight Watchers and their lifetime membership. We've, we've, we've heard from people who were at Weight Watchers when they're 12 and they lost their weight, got their pin. And then when they gain it all back, they, they had to go sit in a meeting and get their pin taken away. Like what the actual F would that do to someone? Do you know what I mean? On a mental level, um, the berating of people in your lives, whether it be your family or your aunt or someone who's constantly telling you you're fat or all the little subconscious, well, you'd be, you're so cute. You know, you, you know, if it, you know, you're so cute, your face, if you only, you didn't, you lost weight, you'd be, you know what I mean? like so many fucked up things that people say the the dieting with your girlfriends and competitions you know there's one now that's attached to money like lose weight and if you lose weight you get money back like what, what the fuck um, you know what I mean so you think about why it's taking us so long then we and then you add on the feeling of of prioritizing yourself in your own life is so selfish, right? We've been taught that, oh my God, you're thinking about yourself, prioritizing yourself. That's so selfish. Taking time for yourself. Oh my God, you know, especially if you're a mom, like, geez. Um, so we're taught that prioritizing ourselves, putting ourselves first, taking times for ourselves, thinking about ourselves, factoring ourselves in is such a selfish thing to do. So in trying to lose weight and achieve a goal and constantly prioritizing yourself in your own life to do the things that make you happy, um, you're, you're taught to believe that's so selfish. So constantly trying to do that, it's just you're working against yourself. But you need to do that. You need to prioritize yourself in your own life to figure out what you want, what works for you. You need to take the time for, to, to help yourself reach your goals because only you are going to help yourself reach your goals. And it's so important that you prioritize in your own life. But everything in life is really geared towards making that really difficult. You know, really difficult. So sometimes we think, oh my God, and, and what's wrong with me? It's taking me so long to get to this place. It's so long for me to lose the weight. Meanwhile, you have all these stressors and external factors and you're just really trying to do your best. Then you're like, why can't I just move past this and be okay with the scale and love myself and move forward and whatever? Like, why this? Why that? Well, there's a lot of good reasons, you know? So that's why you can feel like it's taking you even longer to get to that finally and forever place because it takes a long time to get there. I didn't just lose my weight and then get to this place. Like everything that I'm sharing with you is through 30 years of experience of maintaining my weight, you know, like it's, it wasn't just an overnight thing. I'm so old at this point. It's hard to remember back 30 years. Uh, but you know, I, I do remember that that space in my brain took a while to go away. What am I going to eat? What am I not eat? Why'd you eat this? Why'd you eat that? Oh my God, you're a failure. You're going to gain it back. How do you know this works? Blah, 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 blah. I've also been having to, um, not defend myself, but I've had a lot of conversations about my beliefs 
and my method for weight loss have been questioned and attacked and a lot of things over the years. And so I've had to get to a real confident place and space about how I lost my weight, how I'm maintaining my weight, how I help other people lose their weight and maintain their weight. And, you know, I'm still working on the confidence in that in terms of like, you know, how long people have lost their weight and, you know, am I really going to, have I really discovered the secret to sustainable weight loss? Like I actually think I have, you, you know, to say that out loud, I'm still like, oh my God, what the fuck? Really? Like, but yeah, you know, I'm still working on that. So, so the confidence to move forward with the changes that you've made and be confident in yourself and this goal that you have achieved, um, and your ability to maintain that, that's going to be a work in progress. That's going to be a work in progress. Does that help Valerie? <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot. Um, hi, Adrian. One thing I learned seven year, several years ago was that I had to take care of myself in order to better take care of everyone else and then and be there for those that matter to me. A absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Here's one. Hi, Carol. I'm 60 this year. I still remember the comments because my sisters were tall, thin and chesty. Yeah. And so these are the things that stick, you know, I, I had that, that my sort of defining moment when I went to my doctor, which I'm glad that I did because it kind of created all of this when, um, I was at university and I, I, it was after the bar and I was up against a tree waiting for my friends and some drunk idiot comes by and is like, look at that girl, her legs, look how thick her legs are. You know, she looks, they look like the tree, tree trunk. She's standing behind her. Some comment like that. I can't even say the word tree or trunk without thinking of that stupid fucking comment. And that was like 20 years ago, 20 years, 30 years ago. Getting old. 30 years ago, and I still can't say the word tree or trunk without thinking of that comment. <laughs> messed up is that? <laughs> so this is what I'm talking about. These kind of comments, they run so deep. Okay, good. I'm glad that helps. I'm happy to hear. Happy to hear. I know, like Valerie, like this is this is such the conversation though, because we want everyone who's in this group to literally move on to that finally and forever. We really want you to live that life where you're not tortured by your weight. You're just calm about it all. Your weight goes up. You know what you need to do to bring it right back down. Do you know what I mean? It really, that's where we really want to get everybody. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it again. We're going to talk about it again. We're going to talk about it again. Hi, Mary. Winter program is my third round. So glad I enrolled in this program and signed up for the winter group. Both have helped and support setting up my set points. Biggest non-scale victory is my mindset and my mind and body are in sync. So yes, so on point. I love that. You know, we didn't get a big sign up of people from the fall into the maintenance group. And I think why is because we really promoted repeating the program as a great method for sustaining your weight. But I think a lot of people are waiting for that to come into the maintenance group and they don't really recognize what a benefit it is to kind of separate that conversation and really be involved in the conversations here. So that's actually one of the, I was in a meeting with Anna right before I came into that. And I'm like, we need to start talking about this is really under help people understand that this is the place they want to be this is where you want to go you know and this is a this is where like really this is where the work is like the group yeah eat this do that you know what I mean you're gonna lose your weight keep showing up put that on repeat but this is where the real work really comes in mentally which is really that key element when it comes to sustaining your weight um, hi Sandra definitely learning the effects of stress and not sleeping enough yeah that's a big one for me too thanks for that reminder I knew my slight weight gain couldn't be totally related to indulging in too much over the holidays. 
getting caught up with sleep in the holidays, uh, being over is really helpful. Yeah. And it, it, it takes a while too. Like it, it takes a, like it takes about, it takes a few weeks, like a good three weeks, if not longer for your body to calm down from the stress of the holidays. Well, that's one of the reasons that we don't actually start on January 1st. And I give people like a whole week later to kind of have things calm down from the holidays because it can take a while for the body to kind of calm down. It's like anything in, in life. Like I've, I have this cut that I had on my hand it's taken like it's still there you know or that pimple you get on your face like it ta it takes a while <laughs> you know what I mean it feels like a couple weeks later it's still this is still here it's small and it's tiny but it's been here since I think the beginning of the program like, a couple weeks ago I went skiing for the first time and and it's it's still there and I'm like it's taking a while so it just takes your body time to calm down and you know what I mean for a variety of different reasons and also the, especially the holidays so a lot of times we had the stress and now we're stressing ourselves by getting back on track with everything because even though you're making good life choices, maybe you're exercising and doing have a bit of a new routine, even though it's great for you, it's still stress because it's new. So it's kind of stress on top of stress and then so you need your body to really calm down from all that. Did I see Susan Heslop here? Hi Susan, I'm back on the program. 10 pounds is too much for me. I'm going to get that back up. Yeah, and this is sort of like, you don't need this group. I mean, I love that the group is here for you, but that might happen in your life where, you know, you notice your weight creep up. Here's the thing. You don't gain 10 pounds, 20 pounds, any of that without noticing. I noticed. Did I prolong going to see my doctor? Absolutely. Did I make the situation worse? Probably. Because I was just like, I know what I need to do. I don't need anyone's help. I got this. I'm doing this. And then every day I'd watch my weight go up and up and up. And it turns out I needed medical intervention. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I did know that it was happening. And so a lot of times people are like, oh, I gained this weight, gained that weight, 20 pounds, 30 pounds. I'm like, well, at what point did you notice that you were gaining that weight? And that's the whole thing. If you notice it, do something about it. This is where you've got to do back on track. Sometimes though, with that said, in life, you know, you've got other things that are happening and something has to give and you just don't have the capacity to be focused on yourself. But the exciting thing is, that you know what it feels like to, to feel your best. You know your body best and you know what you need to do. So just a matter of showing up, stringing those days along, being as consistent as possible. Maintaining is one thing. Consistently seeing and seeing that drop, that's where you really have to be as consistent as possible, you know, as you know, in losing weight, right? Like you can half-ass it, but you really want to see that scale move. You got to be doing all the things. So let me remind you of maximizing. It's a conversation we haven't had in the winter group yet. Maximizing, maximizing, maximizing. Remember that conversation, all the other things that you can do besides the food, the water and supplements to get and keep that scale moving, right? So that also works with back on track. You don't just have to get back on track with the food and the water, get back on track with maximizing, do all the things. You want to see that scale come down sooner rather than later. Maximize your ass off. I have to go. My time is up. I'm loving this conversation today, even though I just really talked a lot. <laughs> loving the initial questions that are being asked. They're spot on. Um, I know a lot of people can't make the 12 o'clock time, time slot. So if you have a question you want me to answer, I do. I literally, I go in and I make notes ahead of time. So make sure you add them to those, um, those posters in the group. I'll go through and check all the check-ins that I'm doing and the and the, the posters they're posting and I'll compile all of the questions. Any questions that you want me to answer on Mondays. On Wednesday, we're going to be uh, weighing in. I believe Terry Ann's going to be joining. Uh, she's been maintaining her weight for like four years. So she's going to join our panel. So let us know the topics that you want us to weigh in on. And also remember that all of those segments are available as podcasts as well that you can download and listen to over on our Weigh Machina podcast. Have an amazing day, everyone. I'll catch up later. Bye.